listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Somebody's birthday today? Brother Sheen, how old are you today? 42. 42. Congratulations. You're halfway home. (laughs) Let the midlife crisis begin. Um, There is a a theme that kind of emerges from the two readings today. And the theme is desire. Uh, Okay. Everyone's awake now. Um, So it's kind of beautiful. The first reading... God asks Solomon, you know, ask anything. And what Solomon asks is really very, you know, very beautiful and, and a great example. Could have asked for all kinds of stuff, but instead he asks for the gift of wisdom so he could be a good king. Of course, we all know that in the Bible, Solomon is synonymous with wisdom, you know, this amazing Solomon. And then in the gospel, it's, we're told something of Jesus's interior he sees the people and it says that his heart was moved with pity because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So I, I asked, how did Luke know? So Jesus must have either taught them or told them like my heart was moved with pity or just knowing Jesus and being with Jesus. And they were able to kind of intuit what was going on there. And of course, there's a lot of Old Testament passages that talk about God being a shepherd to the shepherd. Uh, sheep that are shepherdless so there's something of jesus's divinity there but it's jesus's desire to be the shepherd and uh so we have a kind of a theme of desire so um kind of a couple of funny comments on that and it says jesus took them to a deserted place i was thinking of that kind of famous story the guy who's stranded on a deserted island and lo and behold an old lamp washes up on the shore and he gets it, and it's all tarnished, so he starts to polish it. And lo and behold, a genie pops out of the lamp, right? And what's the genie say to him? You know, I'll grant you three wishes or whatever. So, and uh, yeah, I just love that story. And uh, I think there's a far side where the, the guy's like, well, I, I have rhythm and I have, you know, rhythm and a rhyme. Or like, what, what more could I ask for? Or whatever. He sets it down. Um, Anyways, those of us who have really weird senses of humor. Um, have you heard the jokes? So there's like three priests on an island. You know, there's like a Dominican, a Jesuit, and a Franciscan. And so each one gets one wish. And uh, so this one wishes to be taken off to the great library of Alexandria before the fire. And this one gets, you know, a wish to be taken somewhere. And then the Franciscan's the last one. He's there all by himself. And being Franciscans, being fraternal, his wish is like, I'm so lonely. I wish they, my brothers were back here with me. You know, like. So there's, there's like a million variations on that story, uh, which is awesome. But, you know, it gives us an opportunity to think about that uh, topic of desire. Um, you know, the book on the spiritual life that Ralph Martin put together is the fulfillment of all desire. And that's a little bit where I'm, I'm heading this morning in the homily that um, above and beyond all of the wants and desires and things that, you know, kind of motivate us. I think uh, those desires 
are like breadcrumbs leading us back home to heaven. At the very bottom of all those desires is a desire for God. And uh, that's part of our blueprint. That's how we're made. He made us that way, you know. And um, so there are a couple of places in Scripture where that reality comes out. Um, First one is the story of Adam and Eve. Do you ever wonder why did the devil tempt them in the way that he tempted them? About this forbidden fruit. And remember the promise like, oh, no, no, if you eat that, you will become like God. You know, and think the devil was tapping into something in Adam and Eve. He intuited that there was a desire to be like God in Adam and Eve, you know, knowing that we are made in God's image and likeness, but also knowing that if you want to fast forward the tape to the end, this is what God wanted to give us all along, right? Partakers of the divine nature, sons in the sun, you know, and so the devil figures out, okay, this is something they're going to desire. This is something they want. But here's the subtlety. He, he offered it to them or he proposed to them to get what they wanted, but in a way differently than how God wanted the, us to receive his divine life, uh, to receive it as a gift versus grasping and taking it. It's a subtlety there. And, and there's a, a lesson there for the spiritual life, I think, that, uh, we are in touch with the desires of our own hearts, but then also to be careful that we receive from the Father the fulfillment of the desires in, in, a, in the timing and in the ways that God wants to fulfill that versus uh, the grasping and taking and, you know, that kind of thing. And there's the spirituality of our vows that is part of that, you know, especially the vow of obedience, you know, um, but then also I was thinking of the three temptations of Christ. And uh, so we know that he, after 40 days of fasting, he was hungry. It says it in the text. It's kind of funny, like he was hungry. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> um, and so there's that temptation, right, to turn the rocks into to, um, bread. To, to put, but um, then there's the, um, the temptation where he takes him to the pinnacle of the temple. Throw yourself down. It says, and was it Psalm 91? That, God won't allow you to dash your foot on a stone like God, God will save you. Um, side note on that, uh, I was up there recently on the Temple Mount on our pilgrimage. And uh, I, I think you guys know I had this experience where all these soldiers kept pulling me aside and telling me, do not pray. Mm-hmm. Some kind of weird demonic thing happening. So when I got up there, obviously, I'm just kind of praying silently, praying and I walked over to this spot where this pinnacle of the temple is. It's the south east corner of the temple mount and there's like a big drop right there and uh, I had this thought that what if you know because I was getting harassed by these soldiers and even like the Muslim soldiers came over to me later and, and told me do not pray it was really weird but I had this thought what if they come and throw me off right here <laughs> that would be so amazing because <laughs> either a God would save me and like St. Joseph Cupertino, I'd float right back up and like, now what? You know? <laughs> and uh, World War III would probably start. Or I would die, but then from all eternity, I would have like boasting rights in heaven. People, you know, you meet each other in heaven. It's like, how did you get here? You know, and, and I would be able to say to people, well, you remember when the devil took Jesus to the pinnacle of the temple and said, throw yourself off and all. I got thrown off, you know, <laughs> like Jesus didn't, but I did. <laughs> 
That's how my brain, my brain works. <laughs> but neither of that happens, so it was, it's not God's will. Okay, maybe next time I'm there. Um, but then that last temptation, right, that shows them the kingdoms of the world, bow down and worship me, that's a claim to the divinity. That's a claim to the divinity. So there's even something there for the fallen angels, you know, this desire to kind of usurp God or to be God or, you know, this kind of desire for a share in divinity, but in a way, you know, that's contrary to how the Father wants to give it to us. So um, anyway, so pulling it all together, um, the very, you know, heart of any desires that we have, uh, this, that, and the other thing, the very, very core of it all is a desire for love. It is a desire for intimacy and communion. It's a desire for a relationship with God himself. And um, so that, that's the thing that's at the bottom of it all, right there. And um, it's so sad that for people who don't have a good spiritual life or a prayer life, or they're kind of um, blind to their, their own interiority, they're not in touch with that desire, you know, and, and that's, that's the greatest thing that, um, that could be happening in your spiritual life is to be in touch with the desires of your heart. Um, and that's the gift of prayer. That's a gift of prayer. So like Solomon, we pray for that grace, you know, the grace of uh, a desire for God, a grace for, for wisdom, a grace for the fulfillment of, of our being, of why we exist, this thing that we're made for. Knowing that this way of life, you know, the spirituality, the vows, the, the, you know, the life of prayer, fraternity, the apostolate, like in the apostolate, we become like Jesus. Our, we allow our hearts to be moved with pity for this shepherdless sheep. And um, somehow we're brought into that communion of love that we were made for. And uh, so we pray for that grace this day. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans